You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Hey, y'all. Spooky season is here. And if you're looking for a show to whet your appetite for a little haunted history, then I'd like to invite you to check out Southern Gothic, a chart-topping history podcast that explores some of the most infamous legends, folklore, ghost stories, and hauntings of the American South. We've covered all sorts of stuff from the Bell Witch of Tennessee to the disappearance of the Confederate submarine, the H.L. Hunley, not to mention our deep dives into the local lore of some of America's oldest and most haunted cities like New Orleans, Charleston, and St. Augustine. So if you're ready for a little good old-fashioned Halloween storytelling with a commitment to quality historical research, then be sure to check out Southern Gothic today. It's available now on all your favorite podcast apps. Monster House presents. It's actually quite unlike anything we've ever seen before. A giant hairy creature, part ape, part man. In Loch Ness, a 24-mile-long bottomless lake in the highlands of Scotland. It's a creature known as the Loch Ness Monster. Hey there. What follows is an audio version of an interview originally recorded as part of our Monster Talk Live streaming series that Karen and I hosted during 2020. As of this posting, we're not currently doing those live shows, but they are archived on YouTube. You can check the show notes for a link to this particular episode. And the live format's definitely something we're going to try to get back to in the future. These episodes do not get the normal editing treatment of a traditional Monster Talk, and because of the variety of issues that happen during live recordings, the audio quality may be wildly varied, and you should assume there will be some not-safe-for-work content, so I'm posting all of these as explicit just in case. Thanks for listening, and thanks for supporting Monster Talk. Your contributions at patreon.com forward slash Monster Talk and your positive reviews on the podcasting platforms and applications that you use to listen Help us reach new listeners and spread the important message that monsters can be a great tool to learn critical thinking. We need critical thinking now more than ever. Monster Talk is hosted by me, Blake Smith, and my co-host, Dr. Karen Stolzno. If you enjoy this show, please check out our deep catalog of fascinating interviews with experts about psychology, sociology, anthropology, folklore, religion, and more. Monster Talk. So, welcome to Monster Talk Live. I'm Blake Smith. I'm Karen Stolzno, and this is Magistrar. I am Magistrar, Sarah Head, and I'm right. a Magistrar because I have my master's degree, in case anybody gives a shit. <laughs> is that what that means? Oh, should I be calling my wife that? She has a, She just makes me call her Master. Is that wrong? No, is well, that technically, right? Master yeah. is also correct. Magistrar just sounds better to me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's mm-hmm. very fancy, yeah. It's a little it weird saying master head because there's a lot of places that can go and none of them are very helpful. This is yeah. a good time to remind people this is the Monster Talk live stream. It is not safe for work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, none of us are at work right now. You can support us on Patreon at monstertalk.org. Go to uh, support 
or you can go to patreon.com forward slash monster talk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've reactivated uh, you- my Patreon page as well. So that's right. Uh, Karen's reactivated yeah. that. We should put a link to that on the page as well. In addition to talking about it here. Yeah. We'll get around to that. And- so we've already got people joining us. Hello. Hello. Good Welcome. Evening. Sarah has been on us on our show before. Uh, we've done crossovers with her and archaeological fantasies. Let me try that again. Okay. Um, but Sarah, maybe you want to introduce yourself and talk about who you are. Yeah. So, so my name is Sarah Head. I am the host of the Archaeological Fantasies podcast and the Archaeological Fantasies Empire. Um, we also have a Patreon. And what I'm really wanting to hawk tonight is our YouTube channel because I'm 300 subscribers away from a thousand and that allows me to start putting commercials into my stuff and making money so y'all okay. give me a hand out there um but yeah so we're on the head of archivantasies if you've been listening to the podcast it's been around for like six years five or six years now uh we used to have ken fader on it and jeb card who i think runs around with blake now stolen from me <laughs> It's a bromance. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And so I, and so I, I've been I've been stealing Karen. So yeah. There you go. So, <laughs> I feel yeah, like we're all we all have a similar we all have a similar mission. That's true. We usually have a drunken Halloween crossover. So you have I know. I'm really sorry we didn't do it last year, but I just could not get my shit together. This year we'll have to do it. Have to do. Something. We will. We need to do another one this year. <laughs> yes. Those are always fun, and now I've like got like a theme going for them. So like, yeah, yeah. No, people dig them. Talking about digging. Yeah, I've I've come up out of the basement for this one. This is uh, this is my office. Oh, someone's asked what's the name of the YouTube channel. The the name of the YouTube channel is Archie Fantasies. It it should be YouTube.com slash Archie Fantasies. That should get you there. We'll put a link in the show notes. Uh, we will eventually post this on YouTube. We'll put a link there as well. So yeah, I mean, basically, if you Google Archie Fantasies, A R C H Y, the word fantasies. It, that's I I am Archie Fantasy. So if something pops up, it's probably my stuff. And we're done. Excellent. That's a wrap. Cool. <laughs> what was that being? I thought it was my phone. I don't know. I don't know. I, there it is. Again. <laughs> there it is <laughs> oh well. Anyway, at any rate, we should uh, say what uh, we we've brought Sarah on to. Well, this is it's still gone. <laughs> disconcerting at this point. I don't know what's I don't know what's beeping, sorry. Is it people joining maybe the show? Oh, I don't know. Or maybe I don't know. I don't know. You know what I'll do? I, it, sound, it sounds like it's me. I'm gonna put it on to there. It'll only go in my headphones now. So it's that will change. So <laughs> I liked it. It was very serious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I uh contacted Sarah, I said what would you like to talk about? And so you thought about it for a little while and then you came back and you said Skinwalker Ranch. I would. I would like to talk about Skinwalker Ranch. Yeah and in particular um, you know, why would we necessarily talk about this? Because there's a oh, thank you. relatively new um, reality TV show which has come out on History Channel, isn't it? Yeah, I think it is on History. <laughs> yeah, it's on History. Um, it's Most importantly, it's done by Prometheus Entertainment, which is the same people that do uh, Ancient Aliens and Curse of Oak Island, which both of those shows come into play as to uh, Skinwalker Ranch. So. Mm-hmm. Hey, thank you, whoever you are. It just tells me Facebook user. It doesn't give me people's names. So thanks yeah, for the Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. It, it, 
it's a weakness in this this software, but uh, it does. We do at least get the questions and comments. So that's yeah. Nice. You, you are all anonymous users, Jamise, but I appreciate every one of you. Cool. <laughs> you can mention your name too if you want to be called out. Right. If you if you are posting a question on Facebook, just put your name in front of the question. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or what you want me to call you because that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, thanks, Facebook user. <laughs> <laughs> right. I had Facebook users making some really good points today. So yeah, so so Sarah made us watch uh, Skinwalker. <laughs> you are welcome. Really, what, I don't even know. It, is it the mystery? Is it the secret of Skinwalker Ranch? Is it's that what the it is? Secret. The, the full title is the secret of Skinwalker Ranch because uh, Skinwalker is a place obviously in the real world and it has many books movies and articles written about it because the two billionaire owners of it in the past few years have spent a lot of money hyping this location up as if it were something cool and it's it's a ranch in utah so. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the ranch. It's a pretty place. I mean, it even... is. It is a neat ranch in Utah, and it's got several different homesteads on it. It looks like it's a very interesting historical location. I'd love to get mm -hmm. out there and do some actual archaeology on it. It is known to be downwind of the nuclear testing that was happening, so it's not uh, nuclear fallout dust on it. Uh, it does seem to have an extensive cave system underneath it, so that's really interesting. Um, and the mesas and the plateaus are always of interest because apparently, according to the show and I think some of the land maps, it does border a couple of reservations of the Navajo. So yeah. like the land itself probably has some tiebacks to uh, Navajo oral history and that kind of a thing. But it, the, mm -hmm. the property, unfortunately, is in private hands. So nothing actually academic is going to happen there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, Although the way they approach the show, they're trying to they're certainly wrapping it in the um, the accoutrements of science I, you know there's a lot of technology and words that sound sciencey but it, I, yeah. yeah and people who are called scientists yeah oh they yeah, i do man. think the guy on there whose name is scientist like scientist. that's his title but we, mm -hmm. we had to look him up to find out what he is and he is a physicist just okay. random generic physicist mm -hmm. um the other guy the tyler guy who's the head who's coming off as the skeptic but he is not yeah, Travis um, Taylor. Travis Taylor. Yeah. Travis Taylor. Yeah. He Are there is, really uh, skeptics in this? No, no. Travis <laughs> uh, Taylor is a uh, on loan from Ancient Aliens. Uh, he is a talking head from Ancient Aliens. He also tours uh, with uh, Prometheus Entertainment and their hype. They they they've created a multiverse basically with you know Oak <laughs> Island. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then so he's he's as part of the multiverse, it's it's up to him to go forward and, um, you know, hype these shows. He does mm -hmm. come off as playing the skeptic in the first couple episodes, and if you don't know who he is, like mm -hmm. I have not watched every season of Ancient Aliens, so I didn't recognize him right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Um, but thanks to the work of Jason Colavito at his blog, which is jasoncolavito.com, uh, he's done some excellent work on just kind of digging up the history of Skinwalker Ranch, the actual history of Skinwalker Ranch. And he did review the first two episodes of the show. And he's also reviewed uh, all of ancient aliens. And he was the one that pointed out that uh, Dr. Taylor, because he is an astrophysicist, uh, Dr. Taylor is from um, ancient aliens. And he, I mean, if there's an opposite of skeptic, that would be him. Right. <laughs> uh, so with this uh, this investor, and I can't remember his name, it escapes Brand me. Brandon, 
Fugle. Fugle, Fugle, yeah. I keep reading as Frugal every time his name comes I know, up. As the R is silent, yep, yep. Uh, And so he doesn't appear to have any kind of background in uh, science or or history. He's an investor. Um, Why do you think he has bought this place? And and (laughs) I don't know. Skinwalker Ranch. I don't. Well, I mean, so here's my idea. This is my personal idea. I have no facts to back this up. I, I do know that the guy is a real estate investor. And I think he's purchased the land as clout. I think he's using the television show to hype the property. Mm-hmm. And I think if the television show doesn't do well, I think he's going to try to use it to jack the price up and sell it to someone else. Sure. Um, and then if it does work out, I mean, if they have another 10 season show like they've done with Oak Island, he's going to make money off of that because they're going to need his land to shoot it. Right, right. Hey, who lives about an hour from Oak Island? That's nice. I need to get out there. It looks beautiful. I'd love to see it too. I think in the third episode, they they brought out some like personal biometric devices. Oh, the eye watches. They brought out the Fitbit eye watches. Yeah, but they're not. Though, did you notice that they're like they're they're, It seemed very much like a product placement. Oh, it was horrible. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I suspect that there's a little bit of that going on, and probably will continue to be. Like uh, a lot of the people that showed up in the series, you know, they're they're getting their company names in there. As, and so I guess we should probably contextualize this. Yeah, someone's asked a question. Yeah, I, I just saw the question pop up. You know, yeah, what, so what is Skinwalker Ranch? What is this all about? Uh, so Skinwalker Ranch, the, the name of Skinwalker Ranch is actually, so uh, is appropriated. I'm going to use some some big technical terms here. Uh, is appropriated from Navajo and Ute legends of the Skinwalker. And the Skinwalker is a, I'm not 100% up on Navajo uh, oral tradition, so forgive me if I butcher this a little bit, but the Skinwalker in Navajo tradition is a, a, a like an evil spirit, an evil entity. Um, it's not a werewolf. It's not necessarily an animal shapeshifter and shapeshift into an animal, uh, but also it's not like a trickster god like so many other shapeshifters tend to be. It, it's an evil spirit. Yeah, my, uh, it's, it's it's not a good thing. Um, my my, my but, reading my reading suggests. I mean, that this is me reading. It's not you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems like it is something something akin to the witch tradition where there's there's magic but also a little bit reminds me of the wendigo where it's a human who is transgressive in some way and that transgression gives them power but at a high cost right yeah there's i have read several different ways of becoming a skinwalker or summoning a skinwalker uh so it's definitely something that is that has multiple origins to it. Again, this is an oral history that belongs to a native tribe, not an expert on Navajo, unfortunately for this. Uh, However, I do know that what the ranch is trying to sell it as is that um, the, I I don't even know how the Ute even work into this, but they they like to mention them quite a, a bit. Apparently the Navajo, according to the show, did not like the fact that the original owners of the Skinwalker Ranch bought the property. And so they cursed the land, or maybe that was the Ute-Navajo War, and they cursed the land to tick off right. the Ute. That, that was my understanding, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, 
that's not how the skinwalker works so <laughs> that would not have happened a that's just not how that particular concept works within the navajo mm -hmm. oral tradition uh, or their cultural tradition as far as i am aware uh so that's completely made up but mm -hmm. the name skinwalker stuck with the ranch and so now it is called skinwalker mm -hmm. ranch the best part about that is the Skinwalker Ranch is mostly known for the UFO activity. So yeah, every time I've never made the connection. Yeah, like a lot of phenomena. Yeah, apparently the Navajo curse is what brings the aliens to. I don't know. I'm just making that up. <laughs> it, it, it seems like uh, it's a case of uh, cultural appropriation for marketing purposes to me. I mean, like yeah. I read, I read the book, the hunt for the skinwalker, which is also, they made into like a, the Jeremy Corbell did a documentary about it. Yeah. The two hour and, monster documentary. Yeah. It, it, it just doesn't really have anything to do with skinwalkers. And maybe, no, it really doesn't. The, the, the phenomena on skinwalker ranch has nothing to do with the concept of skinwalkers, but even weirder, all the phenomena in the book seems to have nothing to do with the, lack of things we're seeing on the tv show like there doesn't seem to be any tie-in <laughs> uh -huh. wow i i mean how do you tie in nothing i well <laughs> just talk about everything <laughs> well the way you know it's interesting in the in the documentary corbell did what the way they kind of tied it in was they all sat around a um a fire and they told stories, and that was where we got a lot of the lore. At least, at least you got some s'mores and some stories. Yeah, at least you got some good spook stories out of it. Um, uh, Jason also point. Jason Colavito also points out that a lot of the stories about Skinwalker Ranch are uh, very typical ghost stories that you would hear of any haunted location. Uh, mm -hmm. Going back and looking over them, there he's correct. There's nothing unusual about these these myths and stories and folk tales that people are telling about their experience their supernatural experiences yeah. um the the thing that uh jason points out that i think is probably the most important detail that we we should push is that there are no stories about skinwalker ranch until the mid 90s okay. 1990s because that's when Bigelow purchased the property, around when Bigelow <laughs> purchased the property. And he is actually the one who really started pumping money into and pushing the idea that Skinwalker Ranch was a haunted location and was had all this UFO activity and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. So before the 1990s, um, Skinwalker Ranch was just a ranch out in the middle of the desert in Utah. So, so why do you think he got rid of it then? Bigelow? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the whole story behind that. Um, again, Jason did do some research into this, and it looks like it was an arranged sale from Bigelow to Fugel, um, and it was uh, midwifed by a third party. Okay. So I don't know what's going on there. It, that one, I mean, yes, these things actually happen, but I, I can't really put motive behind it because I don't know yeah. any of these people, I, and I, I've not been exposed same, to them enough. They've got to the have same kind opinion. of focus and plan, I think, for the property. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, and that that's kind of where it's at. I think there's yeah. just it's just one money maker moving on to another money maker. Well, he 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 got involved with the A tip stuff uh, and the uh, to the Stars Academy. Yeah, and I, yeah. I <laughs> excuse me, and he had sold off the farm. By the time they did the Skinwalker Ranch documentary, mm -hmm. and because um, Frugal, Frugal, see, I did it too. Uh, <laughs> Brandon shows up with like a blurred wow. face and distorted voice in the um, 
in the documentary at the end. And it's a little unclear why he's buying this property. And um, I just, I, it's, it's, um, it's, it is very strange. And, and the history of it's really complicated. And there's really not much more than stories. So it's really yeah. hard to kind of track down exactly what's going on. Yeah. I mean, you can track documentally wise, you documentally, anyway, you can track <laughs> the, the land ownership and the land sales and all of that stuff. You can track all of that because it's on record. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as like the stories and the weird stuff, I mean, there is, as usual, there's no kind of evidence for this kind of thing, which again, it's hard to prove a negative you know, we, we, we must we must keep our good skeptic hats on. But at the same time, there's this weird scientific push uh, that Bigelow started and uh, that Fugel keeps up is mm-hmm. just it's, it's just kind of bullshit. I mean, I'm not saying they're not taking equipment out there and that they aren't collecting data because they are. They're collecting numbers and they're collecting readings, but um, they don't have a hypothesis. They don't know what they're going to do with it. They can't tell us what they're doing with it. They're just like, I have a thing. I'm getting readings. And it's kind of where we're at with that. It yeah. doesn't mean anything. So, yeah, I mean, they've, uh, the, the chief, I guess the chief scientist on the show who's brought on, I think the rest of them are staff, aren't they? Um, they're, they're regular staff, like Dragon. I have no idea. Dragon Dragon is regular staff, I guess. Um, the guy who's trying to pop off his head, that dude is regular <laughs> The yeah, guy yeah. with the with the ears who is the PI? The guy with the teeth? I love that. He's actually he's one of my absolute favorite characters on this show because he is so fucking serious. He's like, <laughs> it's coming from over there. And like he's in his role. Um, are, are you talking about are you talking about Dragon? Like, no, Dragon Dragon's a hoot, but he's not—he's a scene stealer, but he's not the so, the, the the champ so of the show. We we should probably contextualize this to talk about what the show's cool. actually about. And that, that's where I was going with this. Yeah, yeah. They introduced—I mean, it seemed to me like the rest was staff. I could be wrong. And then they introduced this uh, astrophysicist. Yeah, and, that's Dr. Uh, Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, I guess my first question about that is. Why do they bring on an astrophysicist? Wouldn't there be a more relevant scientists that they could bring on? Um, um, they honestly they brought him on because they got him from Ancient Aliens. Um, <laughs> well, no, I mean that's I'm, I'm serious. No, 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 I, I mean, know, I know, I know. The show is being produced by the same people that produce that show. Um, the a lot of the cast that they're going to bring on, they've teased a lot of people coming onto the show, and I recognize mm-hmm. a lot of the people from Ancient Aliens that they're bringing onto the show. Um, they have, yeah, and they've had a major crossover episode on ancient aliens in this most recent season that was basically a hype episode for the skinwalker ranch series like a sneak preview kind of thing yeah Yeah, it was an entire hour-long episode that was all about how ooky spooky skinwalker ranch supposedly is and it's just people with more stories no evidence nothing can be reproduced oh did giorgio go on site did we get stukalos lobos i don't know if he was on site but he was definitely oh my god if stukalos went on there and there were aliens his hair would just be like (laughs) that dude's hair is is its own phenomena it is it is i I, so so the way they presented on the show taylor's coming in travis taylor's coming in as the new is he the lead he's not exactly the lead i mean but it seems like he's within 
within the narrative construct, he's the he outsider coming in. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. He is supposed to be the outsider that's coming onto the ranch. Everybody else there has been, it is alluded that everyone else there has been there and been doing research there. Um, P.I. McGee is apparently also the the MacGyver of the group. So he's constantly <laughs> building all of these like weirdo contraptions where he's basically reinventing the wheel. Um so and that's the other reason I really like him. He's like, I have duct tape and 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 pennies, <laughs> and I've created an electromagnet that creates a disturbance field very similar to the magnetic disturbance fields that we encounter in the field. And it's like it's a magnet. You made a magnet. Yeah. yeah. No, um, they, they literally put a magnet in a in a, field, in, a in a suitcase and revealed it like it was the like it was something important yeah. like the thing from uh pulp fiction like you kind of wanted the globe yes, come out when they opened yes. it yeah <laughs> i thought that too when they opened that bloody suitcase when, when they opened it was just a magnet i felt like okay here's the whole show like summed up metaphorically yep. yeah. like, it, it does seem too like he's is introduced into the show and that he's uh kind of on the outskirts a little bit and he keeps suggesting uh experiments and things that they should do and and they're all, you don't understand the vibe of this place. You don't understand the character. And yeah, so they keep yeah. talking about the, the ranch like it has yes. uh, its own personality. Yes, and that's the, the other really interesting thing about the, that's what's interesting to me is how they have humanized the the the, the, the ranch itself. They've yeah. given it human agency. Um, and this is something I talk about on my Paranormal Archaeology <laughs> blog and limited number podcast uh, about how when something is viewed as being paranormal, it, it gets elevated from being an, a mundane object to an imbued object. And that's kind of what's happening here at the Skinwalker. Well, it is exactly what's happening on Skinwalker Ranch. And um, it's, it's very interesting. I don't know if they, my thing is, is I don't know if they believe it or if, if it's just hype. <laughs> You know, I don't know. Yeah. I've seen a, few, a few, seen a few kind of what look like smiles and laughs, and I don't know if they're taking the piss out of everyone with what they're doing, but it just seems to me like there's more going on behind the scenes. There's, I mean, you see this with a lot of other reality TV shows. There's some strange things going. Okay, first of all, right? Okay, the fact that every time they have the security people show up. They're carrying their guns out, like they're carrying <laughs> shotguns. Like they're like, getting ready to shoot somebody. Yeah. Yes, like they're always like when they go to like they're just always walking around with their guns in their hand. They don't they don't shoulder them. They don't like I mean every now and then they'll hold for a pistol. Yeah. But like that, I've worked security. I've worked law enforcement. That seems like BS to me. I mean, it really yeah, does. Well, it is a long rifle, and I know that it's difficult to carry a long rifle in any kind of comfortable way. Um, but it is a very intimidating thing to see, and it seems very yeah. stupid. Like it's it's very it's yeah. not not to offend any of my any of our male viewers, but it seems like a very big, big thing to do, and I don't understand it because it's, it's very, not uh, easy. again. I, it, it's very unusual. They're, they're, they're not. They don't even have shoulder straps. Like they, it's, yeah, they're just, like they have so, to carry them. There's yeah, no way for them to. Very peculiar. I mean, they're carrying sidearms on their hips, you know. But I, I don't know. There's such a focus too on the, the security of the place, and they had that guy on who was uh, testing that sinkhole, uh, the the uh, gases and everything. And oh, why did they keep calling that a sinkhole? That looked like a cave. I mean, I, it was. I yeah, it yeah. was a cave. No, I they, don't know. they called it a sinkhole, but I know I, it was not a sinkhole. They, I mean, they yeah. also called those people geologists. Well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> so very peculiar. 
when they when they had finished, they said, well, we'll escort you off the premises and, you know, carrying the guns and, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Those people never actually made it off the premises. There's just like five new graves. Well, they don't even have to dig them. There's just new sinkholes. They throw them in. That's true. They just toss them down into the sinkhole. Stay down there. What I'd like to know is like we're three episodes in and I still don't know why they're calling Bryant Arnold Dragon. Like, I looked on the History Channel oh, site. And they, people want to know. Is, yeah, is he called Dragon or is he Dragon? He's a longtime friend of Brandon, uh, the guy who owns the ranch. And yeah. they said it, it's his code name. But I'll be honest. I've, I've been in a lot of places where people had code names and nicknames. We always knew why. Like, we would ask, yeah. you know, you yeah, get yeah. an answer. There's so. usually, and it's usually not a flattering nickname. Like, you don't get a nickname that makes right, you a yeah. badass. That's just not but, how it works. Unless right, you name yourself. Right, yeah. Right. If 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 your code name is Dragon, you expect there to be something, right? You know, so. It's like Star-Lord. It's yeah, a great yeah. name. Everybody's got, lots of people have secret code names. I mean, yeah. it's just. So, by the way, my I'm Death Master for the rest of this podcast. <laughs> all right. All right. <laughs> I don't need to explain it. So uh, <laughs> it's that's where the magistrate comes in, honestly. It's you know, there you go, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, we don't know what I mean. There's part of the story is about this, uh, I guess Thomas Winterton, and he has at some point he has like a health issue with something happening to his head. And he has a headache, yeah, headache. <laughs> he gets a headache. <laughs> I mean, it, it looked like he got like, um. What uh, subcutaneous liquid under his scalp, and so it was like they kept talking about his scalp separating from his uh, from his head, and uh, I mean, it, I'm sure it was uncomfortable and everything, but I they they're they're adding mystery to what seemed like rather mundane things. Um, it, it really yeah. like a <laughs> I think when they'd done that stakeout, so it was the, the, the Lord, yeah. after they'd done that that stakeout. Uh, and so he was just complaining about having feeling sore in the back of his head. I mean, that was so nonspecific. And then they took him to the hospital, to the emergency ward. I mean, it just seemed like so, a build-up of drama where nothing was happening. Yeah. Well, and, and you kind of hit the nail on the head there. Um, so the story is that the story as the show would like you to believe this. Again, there's nothing to actually connect any of these occurrences or events. But apparently, uh, I believe the guy's name is Thomas. And so he started digging one time a while ago. I think it was maybe last year. So it would be two years ago now because that shows you. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He was digging a hole. And I don't think he, yeah, he said, yeah, I I dug a hole up and nothing occurred until three days later when I started (laughs) having a pain on the back of my head. And I didn't want to go to the hospital until the pain was so bad that my wife made me go to the hospital. And that's when they found out that he had some kind of boil, basically, in the back of his skull that was Mm -hmm. some kind of an infection or something that was basically causing the skin to separate from the, the skull. Hello, I'm Paul Giamatti. And I'm Stephen Asma. Each week on Chinwag, we dig into the weird topics you wonder about, that you care about. The stuff none of us are totally sure of, like the Bermuda Triangle, Mothman, Consciousness, Philosophy, UFOs, Ghosts, or say Bigfoot. So who's to say that there's not alien species that are Sasquatch? Like I've seen a ghost and I would hear something walking and breathing. Maybe every path is right. I will accept as a premise that every path is right. That is a face on Mars. Eyes, nose. It kind of looked like Wilson the volleyball. (laughs) 
Some people enjoy the waves or whatever uh, crashing, and I enjoy listening to a quantum physics audiobook. I do think there are many things in the world that we just don't understand yeah. and probably won't understand. That's our yeah. whole show. <laughs> so join us every Wednesday on all major podcast platforms and find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at ChinwagPod and Wagon. We've got a podcast recommendation I think will be really fun and are useful for Monster Talk listeners. I Know Dino, the big dinosaur podcast. Studying dinosaurs can teach us about the prehistoric world, but also the world of today. For example, migration patterns of dinosaur lineages can tell us about the Earth's changing continents. Climate models of dinosaur ecosystems help us understand global warming. Studying dinosaur diets can help show the link between plant and animal evolution. Talk about paleo. Hmm. In many dinosaur injuries, <laughs> paleopathologies are the first known occurrences of diseases. A new episode of I Know Dino comes out every week with new dinosaur discoveries you won't hear about anywhere else. You can find I Know Dino on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, this isn't in his brain. This this never, from what we can tell, never penetrated the skull. So it's it wasn't dangerous to his brain. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, my guess is that they lanced it, they, they drained it, and they sent him home. So mm-hmm. this is the story that we get told up to this point. So then on the show, while they're doing their little laser show out in the desert, mm-hmm. um, he just randomly starts saying, oh, I've got a headache and everyone's like, oh, he's got yeah, a headache. And so then he's like, Oh yeah. It's like, it's that spot that it's, it's the same spot that hurt last time. And Bill, Bill actually pointed this out. He said, I don't know where the damage, where the pain was in his skull, but the, from the X-ray, the X-rays up here on the crown of his head back mm-hmm. here on the occipital bone. Yes. He keeps reaching back to like, where his the base of his neck the base yeah. of his skull yeah, 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 and it's yeah, like these are not the same spot so you know we were just kind of calling bullshit on that but you know if you were having like a tension headache or you know you've been up mm-hmm. all night or you're dehydrated yeah, or you've been sitting in a lawn chair for too long it's that part of your neck that's starting to hurt. <laughs> yeah on a, on a stakeout yeah. uh yeah so anyway i'm not saying the guy didn't have a headache no no but, I- you know, I, I let me say this. To really blow up there, though. Right. They? And they did make him go to the hospital because, A, they needed the drama, and B, they were like, oh, we want to make sure that he's not having a relapse. And it's just like, even if he is, you and still just, can't say that there's a correlation here. Uh, right. To justify why they wouldn't let uh, let them dig as well. Top of the I don't know. So not much happens, happens in the first episode or the second episode or, or the third episode. But, uh, you know, maybe... Maybe something will come up in the fourth, but but I, mm. I thought um, there was this whole thing about um, the way they're dramatizing every little like event, but they keep talking about how electronics fail, batteries fail, batteries fail, equipment yeah. fails. It's but very then, it's very ghost huntery, isn't it? It really it is. is. But 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 okay, they're scientists, right? They know things right. fail. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yet repeatedly in the first three episodes. They don't bring backup equipment. They don't no, bring. There's the, no like, redundancy. There's, there's, there's no redundancy. Yeah. It's like, come no. on. What are they actually picking up, and what are they reading? I mean, there seem to be radio frequencies, and you, haven't you got towns behind that big mesa? 
So my my theory is a couple of these, especially from the first two episodes, because I have watched all of them. I've only watched half of the third episode yet. So I haven't had the big surprise in the third episode. Uh, But anyway, in the first two episodes, you know, they show you some film and they're like, oh, we've got this rapidly moving object that goes behind the Mesa. And I'm like, that's literally the moon on time lapse. (laughs) I mean, you will not convince me it is not because I know what the moon looks like. And so that's what we were seeing in that one. And I will hands down say that until proven otherwise. Um, And then there's another one that they show where they're using IR, an IR camera, and they're getting some kind of beam. It's in the second episode. They're getting some kind of beam coming from the ground into the going Mm -hmm. into the sky from behind the Mesa. Mm-hmm. And we find out that there is a radio station out there. Like what they're not telling you in the show is all of the bits of civilization that are immediately around and adjacent to Skinwalker Ranch. Wow. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. And so my thought is, is with the infrared camera, they were picking up disturbance from something out there. I mean, like it could just literally be a light. It could also possibly be a radio signal. IR does weird shit and all themselves and their own equipment and everything yeah or they could be picking up i mean they had so much crap out there and i didn't see them take any baseline readings so there's a chance that they're literally just picking up disturbance from their own equipment they're all walking around with mobile phones and like running around with rf detectors hello i mean i I, i'm not yeah exactly okay i would have cleared if you really want to do some studies, I mean, clear all the extraneous electronic equipment, including the cameraman. Hello. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> when Someone they, pointed it, out too that the cameras weren't failing. All the, the right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, the and, cameras and, never failed. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing important ever failed. In the yeah. third episode, they have uh, a guy come out with a really nice quadcopter, and they start freaking out because they're getting all these signals in the five gigahertz range, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah. Um, you know what operates on five gigahertz? Quadcopters. Um, so, I mean, I'm not saying that they were detecting the guy's equipment, but that's a real possibility. Also, there's five gigahertz Wi-Fi. There's all kinds of five gigahertz, yeah. two, 2.5 gigahertz equipment. Well, they keep saying that there's like no signal booster thing out there. And then I guess there's a picture that clearly has a cell tower in it. And it's not that far from the ranch. And I'm just like, oh. There's okay. even an airport on the other side of the Mesa. Yeah, too, so. and that's probably where that beam of light was coming from. Yeah, yeah. Because the other thing is they're not giving you... The, so what they're doing with the show... Let me hold what my it, invisible watermelon. Like, what, what it is, is... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's aliens, because uh, it's not. No, but but what they're doing with the show is they're purposefully making it as vague as possible. They mm-hmm. they don't tell you directions, so you have no idea what direction you're facing whenever they're doing these things. Mm-hmm. Um, they're using video out of sequence. Uh, Bill oh, caught yeah. this on the second episode, I think it was. Uh, the moon phase changes rapidly uh, from like half to full and back again. It, 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 the the moon phase was not correct. Um, so they're not to a lot of those images that they have they just don't yeah so they're 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 either recycling stuff or they're b-roll people just aren't paying attention um (laughs) they again you know they they make it sound like skinwalker ranch is out in the middle of nowhere and i mean it is out in the middle of nowhere utah because it's utah utah Utah. is the middle of nowhere 
but there's still civilization around it. There's like, there's a cell phone tower. There's some kind of radio tower around there. There's Damn. the airport. Somebody said there's a car lot not too far away. Um, there's towns. I mean, these people live somewhere. They don't live on the ranch. Um, yeah. But they don't tell you any of that. So they, they're able to preserve this idea that it's ooh spooky, ookie, wookie. And, you know, by not, the, by not giving you basic information like, what's an average gigahertz what's the average rating you know radiation reading out here we know it's downwind of the fallout so what's that reading going to look like they don't tell you about the cave system they don't tell you certain gases are natural they just start talking about how they're getting like methane readings or something from the sinkhole and it's like yeah because it's from the earth that's or what one happens farted. they didn't actually talk about that's a possibility too yeah, I mean they don't they don't explain to you that like gases are trapped under the underground. That's why miners took things with them to detect, you know, air when they started breaking into the ground to go mine. I mean, that's where that canary in the coal mine shit comes from. So and then Travis feels dizzy when he's still there and And he's the only one feeling like... dizzy and it's just like, Okay, princess, go sit down. I mean, or something. I don't... Anyway. Yeah. You missed everything, yeah. Facebook user. Everything. Oh yeah, what did I miss? <laughs> all, the, all the juicy shit. <laughs> well, it is. Sorry, go ahead, Kira. I was going to say we should probably talk about the cattle mutilations. Don't you think? Well, can, can I make a comment that. there? The, the the show opens like the cold open is. They walk up on a mutilated cat. Well, they walk up on a dead cow. <laughs> like a dead cow. Yeah. And. Yeah. The the implication is that it was found dead, and you know they're going to like check it for radiation and all kinds of stuff. But it was up walking a few hours before. Well, that's what they say. Yeah, Here's the thing. This is exactly. I I'm really wondering: Did they kill a cow to make it seem like there was a a, a, a cattle mutilation death? And I I, I really hope they don't. I really hope they didn't actually kill a cow because that is a disturbing idea to me. I mean, I realize that that's going to be dinner for someone at some point, but now it's not dinner. Now it's just no, a way no, cow. Right, exactly. Now it's a prop. It's a Yeah, really exactly. Prop, so my, yeah. my hope is, is that it is really just a prop that they really just yeah. brought a prop out and, and set it up so that it would look like a dead cow. Cause how would we I'd know? To find out. There's right. no way for us to call them on that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so otherwise that's just kind of, a jerk move mutilating a cow for no fucking reason well um, or jerky if they leave it out long enough but yes so. <laughs> that's all you man that 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 whole bag that's all you nobody's gonna want that jerky mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> but they don't yeah they don't uh bring that woman back on again the, the one that found the cow and, well they do and, they do they, they do they she, will they will bring yeah. her on later because right. that's also where the other major personality from ancient aliens pops yeah. up um i don't know her name but she's the she, big she, paranormal she, researcher she, and well she the there's about candace lind is Can, and tom lewis they're the, the people that yeah. were standing there they're the they're the people who are running the ranch side of the business i mean my assumption is my assumption is that while they're doing these experiments, they're also still raising cattle, right? Like it's still an active ranch, or, or it seems to be. So. It'd be nice to know exactly what they're doing. <laughs> so as Facebook user just posted, dropped from a black helicopter, it is interesting that Brandon uh, arrives in essentially an unmarked black helicopter. Ugh. Like like that's that's his that's his uh and I'm just gonna, gonna start referring to him as Dr. Evil because please. <laughs> 
Did you did you see the little promo I did for this? Uh, I don't know if you yes. got a chance to watch it. Yes, yes. that's amazing. I didn't catch that in the background. Yeah, he's got he's got two things on his on his shelf in the background. Every time he's on video, he's got the lament configuration from uh, Hellraiser, and he's got uh, a, it, what appears to be a katana back there as well. They haven't showed the whole thing yet, but it, it certainly looks like the handle of a katana, which just makes me wonder. Is he like a LARPer? Is this like he's Scooby-Dooing it out there? Is that the idea? I would not put it past him to be one of my kin, um, one of my gamer kin. He has all of the personality markers of a gamer. Um, One weird coincidence or, or one weird angle is if he is LARPing, he's LARPing Scooby-Doo and he's a real estate developer and they're always the bad guys. Exactly. <laughs> so the next question is, is, is that even his real face or is that yeah, the exactly. you know, I'm asking, is another real estate off? developer? He was actually Bigelow the whole time. What? Mr. Bigelow? <laughs> Would have got away with it too if I weren't for you darn kids and your... There's no talking dog, but that's what this, this show really needs. <laughs> but did you see the, the bit where they first went in the, the helicopter and they said a prayer? It was like... It was like halfway through as well. It was Isn't very it uncomfortable. Of, it was very uncomfortable. Isn't it uncomfortable you do it at the start for, for protection and yet they do it halfway through? It was just like, right. this is, I mean, the whole thing is blatantly scripted and you have a look at the credits too. It's. Are you I, saying it went down according to scripture? Is that what you said? I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not making fun of LARP. I, I will, I will out myself. I am an avid LARPer. I love LARP, but I also know my own kind. So. Yeah. I will defend gamers. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm a gamer too. I, I mean, I, I don't even mind LARPing. I just think it's it's good to be self-aware enough to recognize that you're not actually solving mysteries. You're just pretending. You're just pretending. Mm-hmm. Right. If nobody has a GM, <laughs> you're just like free-forming it. Like you're you're like uh, the protagonist in Total Recall at the end. You're just doing a free-form fantasy and you're trapped forever in your catatonic state. That's... Yeah. The, the the thing that really kind of gets me about Fugle is how incredibly checked out he seems. Like they call him and they're like, oh, yeah, we had to take Thomas to the hospital again. And he goes, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's a bad actor. Yeah. Aww. It's just like, or they. He's one of the executive producers, but they always give you that title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like the first episode, they're like, oh, you know, they have to call Mr. Big before they can, because they all have to have him on the show for his obligatory 10 seconds. And they're like, oh, yeah, Tyler wants mm. to dig. And he's like, hmm. Taylor, Taylor. Yeah. Ta- no. Ta- it, 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 <laughs> it's funny, I have a meeting it's, it's, it's funny because yeah, Tyler's like a, a character in the, um, the a, a book I just read about ufology, but um, uh, but, but Taylor, yeah, character. <laughs> yeah, but 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 you're right. The, the the thing about Mr. Big, and then I was thinking about Bigelow. That'd be really funny if he had still been in charge. So, uh, but, not that fast. Sorry. No, 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 it's okay. Like just wow. But th- there's other people there too. There's um, there's Eric Bard. He's the Eric, guy that had the yeah. Eric had the suitcase. I love and, Eric. Eric's my favorite character. And Jim is is Jim Sagala? Is he a medical doctor? I don't. I got the impression you know he was always wearing the the same vest. No, no, that that's that's He's um that's Jim, Jim Morris. Jim Morris, the the manager. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy. I don't know about him yet. 
I was like, does he only own one vest? <laughs> Can they well, not give it, this man another vest to wear? It's in with the whole Navajo thing, though, you know. Uh-huh. That also makes me cringe a little bit inwardly, yeah, yeah. but, you know. We're having a spectacular okay. thunderstorm here, by the way. Just uh, I, It went off like somebody just took some paparazzi shots at me. So I think we're going to have one here soon, So, but, you know. I don't know if that's coming through on the audio, but it is awesome out there. We're hearing something, but, yeah, like a rustling. So how many episodes are there? Do we know? It's- that's a good question. I think there's going to be eight. Don't hold me to that, but I think the first season's scheduled to be eight episodes. Um so it's going to be somewhere between six and eight. That's usually how History Channel runs their first seasons. Oh. And if it does well, mm-hmm. then I think they'll jack it up to not uh, sorry to twelve for season two if it gets renewed. So, so if if it gets renewed, I mean it hasn't even finished yet. So but let's it, not get our hopes up yet. Wow, it's not entertaining. It's not engaging. Oh my god. It's, so here is the thing. It's it's. The Skinwalker, the Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch is an immediate uh, copy of uh, the Curse of Oak Island. It's it's the same people, the same concept, the oh, same no, no, no. pacing. If you've the ever watched, the Oak same Island. amount of treasure buried on the property. That's yes, exactly. <laughs> and so that's what they're doing. Like they're they're stretching out this lost cause uh, as long and as much as they can. Now I think they're playing, cause I'm watching Oak Island for my thesis and it's not a, it's a magnetic storm, Blake, you're going to die now. It's the aliens coming to get you. That's what it is. <laughs> Thank you. Facebook user. It's just what I'm going to call everybody. And nobody's giving a name. Anyway. Um, <laughs> but so, um, so the reason why it's so slow is because that's the Worse. pacing of Oak Island. And I personally think it's slower and they really wow. try to put the drama into it in the worst possible way. Like at least the first season of Oak Island, you're like, okay, I can see how you're trying to do the, the you're trying to work up the brother angle and the happy, happy, good old boys. Everybody's working together. This is a legacy project. And now we're at Skinwalker Ranch and it's like, the man in black is coming to take you away. It's just, it's the dumbest thing. Still kind of good old boys, but it is. It is. Um, you know, don't, I, I, you, I wonder if, don't slam in search of, and search of was brilliant. It, it's awesome. It was all its time and something very different to this. This is crap. But do you think that we should reconvene at the end of this, or do you think that it's just not worth it? <laughs> I honestly don't know because I like. I think that the season probably could have been four episodes and they probably could have yeah. picked the pace up a lot. Um, dragged it out. Yeah, but I think well, they're trying oh, to drag well, that's it out what, too far. They're, they're dragging it. That's why. why? They're dragging it. <laughs> how do you not have horn sound effects for him? Like, how do you not have this Mount Sajrap on for him? Or just symbols. <laughs> I actually, this is true. I feel kind of bad for, for Mr. Arnold because I don't, I don't know... If I knew I was going to be on TV and the producer's like, oh, we're going to call you a dragon. I'm like, uh, no, you're not. Because I have to actually go out in public and I don't want to be called dragon. That's ridiculous, right? Yeah, so. He actually reminds me of a pro wrestler uh, that used to wrestle when I was a watcher of WWE. And yeah, Toothless Aggression. Yeah, that's who it was. And it's just like every time I see him, I just cannot take him seriously because I think he's going to like start busting out some arm pads or something. I'm like, yeah, take him down. Do you think he looks a little bit like Thomas? Are they related? 
or is it from who? Oh, thing? yeah, I wondered about that because they do kind of look related, but I yeah, don't. Yeah, <laughs> it could just be Utah. It yeah. could be. It, it, it. Yeah, that's a real possibility. I keep thinking uh, that Jim Morris is going to say something, and he doesn't. I don't know what he's going to end up being. Like, he's the guy with the rainbow sort of vest. It looks like it yeah. should be a poncho, but he's like turned it into a vest. It it is a poncho, and it, it is a Navajo weave. And yeah. I mean, that's that's the problem. Is this like I, I, mean, I know what you mean, but it's like a Navajo. I, I need a weave. Like, yeah, I mean, there's absolutely nothing else that is Native American to this whole thing. So. I can see him trying to I can see him like claiming that though I can see him trying to play that card and I don't I don't know how I'll feel about it if he does because he hasn't done it yet or if he has it hasn't been edited into the show yet (laughs) yeah so I don't know what's going on there um we're we're only three into it so yeah he is the skinwalker. It's, it's possible. <laughs> he did feel really bad when Thomas was in the hospital. So, like, I think he started crying end. in the third episode. It would be yeah. such a better show if the whole the whole goal of the show was to figure out which one of them is the skinwalker. That would be such. It's, a it's really show. just a really long game <laughs> of I am not a werewolf. But yes, yes, that would be such a better show. I think oh my god! You should be writing the script for these things. Not like... <laughs> it's like there's this game called I am not a werewolf. We can do this live action, you guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would be so much better. I, 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 I just. Yeah. Oh my god, this show is not good. I it I feel- really isn't. It doesn't offend me as much, though. Uh, I will say this: this show does not offend me as much as that show I just been unexplored and unexplained, or unexplained and unexplored. I just finished watching it. That was the other show Jason threatened to rage quit and then didn't. Um, <laughs> that show is just terrible. This show at least has something going for it, and that's, it's not that show. You know what I like about this show? I want to say something positive. Um, there you go. I love the shots that are like the, the scene-changing establishing shots where the cameraman finds spots on the ranch to show the sun moving through, oh, like a, an orifice. Very, or, it's a beautiful it's area. beautiful, gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> so there's my compliments. All right, okay. okay. Now, I, I, I mean, I try to be kind. I mean, I watch a lot of paranormal TV. And I know these people are trying to make a living, sell stuff, and uh, just you know, we know we know that we are too, and that we're honest about it, and they're not. There. Yeah, yeah. There's the difference. If we're interesting, it's uh, through hard work. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, are we are we interesting? Is that what we're supposed to be doing? Oh shit! I don't know. I try. I try. I mean, it, I'd like to be entertaining if we can be. It's hard, but I mean. Like- yeah, I don't want. Like, I don't want to be mean spirited. These people are obviously putting a lot of time and effort into making this. Well, that's, show. Why I, that's why I'm saying, like, yeah. I really like Eric. I love the character of Eric. I kind of like the character of Thomas. I refer to. I refuse to refer to these people as real people. Um, <laughs> I, I like. I like Doctor Taylor until I found out who he was, and I was like, okay, now I'm just waiting for the crazy to come out, and it, it does. It leaks the, out. It leaks out in little bits, and you're like, ah, there it is. There it is. Do you know him? You said he's from the Ancient Alien show. What does he do on there? What What's his thing? He's one of their talking heads. He He is an astrophysicist, um, or at least that's what his, I guess, his PhD is in. Um, so he's an authority on astrophysics i don't know what the hell he's doing out there i you know it is a question i mean you you've got this site where there's weird electromagnetic stuff going on and and they already have a physicist on staff the taller the taller gray-haired guy he's also a physicist 
Yeah. So it's like, why do you have an astrophysicist? Did you just want to have a physicist meeting? That's, Is this like yeah, physicist yeah. ranch? Yeah, it's a Jim Sagala. Yeah, he he's also he's he, but when they put him up, they put him up as the scientist. Yeah, PhD, like, and he even says he came in and consulted on Thomas's head injury. I'm like, why would a I know. why would a physicist consult? On a medical problem. You wouldn't. Like you would yeah. never have a physicist come in to yeah. just consult on a medical thing. You just yeah, wouldn't. They don't seem to have anyone who's relevant to, to those sciences that pertain to the claims. Yeah, and to this day, they still, I mean, granted, we're only three episodes in. I mean, there's only three episodes out. We haven't seen I, or another way, another way you might put it is we, we've only spent three hours that we can't get back. Right. Exactly. Well, <laughs> I watch mine. I watch mine at like time and a half to two times speed. So I don't waste a whole hour. Good point. Good point. I refuse. I refuse. There's only so much of my life I'm willing to give this show. It's um, not even not even fun, silly like ghost adventures or something like that. No, it's no, it's it's really not. It's very slow paced. It's very, and it's intentionally slow paced. Um, one of the things uh, Jason Colavito also does is he keeps track of viewership numbers on shows like these, and so okay. he was pointing it's out that. Man. Oh, it's way down. It still did better than Project Blue Book, I think, is what he was saying, because it's replacing Project wow. Blue Book. Yeah, so that one did so bad, they just yanked it. Um, Which is but, sad, because it was it was beautifully shot. I like the acting. It's just that the, the, the content was so far off from like reality. Yeah, and I think that's what it why, was. Why try to tie it in? I mean... Yeah. I mean, like why why? I mean, if you're gonna do a fictional show, do a fictional show. I mean and, and I thought it was supposed to be a fictional show. I would didn't realize they were trying to pull it off as being like based real. on the true events. I, I don't know. Well, yeah, I, but you know, uh go watch Project UFO, which is like uh came on in the seventies and actually tried to track uh blue book projects dramatically and and at least it's at least it's fun to watch. It has Jack Webb in through the intro, so yeah. But um uh, Jason was pointing out that Skinwalker Ranch got okay ratings, but their ratings are all in the 50 and up range. So their their viewership is older than they really want them to be. They're, they're trying to get that 18 to 49 yeah. group because that's a huge freaking group. I'm like, who came up yeah. with that division? But whatever. I don't know, but it's more than I could jura tolerate. Tolerate. Jura tolerate. There we go. Okay, got it. Jura tolerate. Jura tolerate. <laughs> But um, just That's five what? minutes. Hang in there, sir. <laughs> <laughs> this this whiskey is expensive. Do not make me spit it on my keyboard. Okay. So you went from vodka to whiskey? I did. I did. Oh, isn't I did. that how you get sick? Uh, it's it's how I get through this show. Is how I. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't have to drink to put up with you, Blake. No, 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 you, Sarah, not you, not you. <laughs> this the the show we're talking. About. Oh yeah, no, it's if you made a drinking <laughs> show, if you made a drinking no, show out no, of the Secret no. of Skinwalker Ranch, Sarah, you'd never get buzzed because it's fine. that slow. You're fine. <laughs> Thanks. You're a treasured friend so yeah no, you're good you're good um <laughs> skinwalker ranch i've about had enough of but yeah so, yeah, yeah i honest to god if bill wasn't watching it with me and giving me somebody to goof with while we're watching yeah. the show i don't know if i could make it through it it is very very slow and at least bill and i can make jokes back and forth about it and he's doing this whole thing where he's like 
he's taking this thing to the max like he's got his green screen and he's on location on skinwalker ranch and he's like sneaking <laughs> through different locations on, like he'll change his green screen because he's yeah, like yeah, yeah i'm sneaking through the the base i'm in hq right now and it, it's just hilarious and i'm like somebody's got to make fun of this shit because this show is boring as f i just realized that uh in in a sense uh well and i guess it's a what is that a mesa it's not a butte was it what is that thing they're behind them they keep calling it the Mesa. It is a Mesa. Calling them a Mesa. I think it is a Mesa, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. Because it'd be better if it was a Butte, because then when they go into the the cave, they could be Butte Hole Surfers. That would be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I've always pronounced it. Are they going to go into a cave? Well, there's they, lots of caves around there. Yeah. Aren't there? Aren't there? I mean, <laughs> God, it's fantastic. Yeah. Vodka to whiskey. I don't know. If, if we don't reconvene about this, I just can't commit to watching the rest of it. Oh, well, then we totally have to reconvene because I'm not going to be the only person who suffers through this crap, man. You you did that to yourself. My, well, my... We need to bring your friend on so he's got the, the background and everything. We should do it in real time, like live when it comes out. <laughs> I, sh- I should get Bill to come on for the wrap-up. Mystery theater kind of thing. Have him have him have one of his, like, his, his release. I want to have a picture of him being held at gunpoint or just have <laughs> Dragon behind him with his ubiquitous gun and be like, I got captured. <laughs> Poor Dragon. Poor dragon. That That is fantastic. My daughter watched this while I was. She was actually playing Animal Crossing or something while I was playing. Or while I was was playing. While I was watching this show, and I kept yelling at the TV, and uh, (laughs) she was like, "This is like Mystery Science Theater." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's not because I enjoy it." Angry. It's angry Mystery Science Theater. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, at least you're not Elvis. You didn't. History Science Theater, right? (laughs) Oh, there you go. History Science Theater. I like that. I think I'm going to start using that one. Thank you. Go for it. Yeah. I was was angry. I was really angry. (laughs) I I rarely regret my time spent, but that that I feel like I got robbed here. So. I and that's the sad part. Like these shows used to like at least when I'm watching Scott Walter's show, like Scott is fun to watch. Walter. It's, it's fun to watch Walter try to navigate life. And it's that's why I enjoy his show. And everything from like his show, like and, and Oak Island is entertaining most the story, of the time. Anyway. Yeah, the stories are entertaining. Yeah. Now they're just kind of repeating themselves. And I was really kind of, I like a good paranormal whatever. And so I was well, like, oh, Skywalker Ranch. This should at least be entertaining because it'll be ghosts and aliens. And there's there's like headaches. There's unsmellable gas. There's lasers, laser shows that don't work. Dying. It, it, it oh my god, that made me so mad. That made me so that mad. Laser. <laughs> Bill read a really great comment after we finished watching the second episode because he goes on to um he goes on to Reddit to look for comments because I won't go near Reddit. And so he was on Reddit and he found a big, long explanation from a guy who is a geologist and his dad was a seismologist or something like that. I don't know. So they're both qualified to be talking about this shit. And they're like, oh, yeah. 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 And they're like, this was wrong. This was wrong. Right, whoever was just wrong. posted Misery Science Theater, that's brilliant. Okay. Yeah, okay. that is good too. Misery <laughs> but yeah so like the whole thing with the laser the laser is a bunch of crap you know they're like oh we don't know where the laser's hitting why do you have the laser what is the laser doing like mm-hmm. what is this laser for 
And then they get out there and the laser is like, like the, the projection of the laser is like this big. And it's like, no, that's not how this works. Like, yes, there's going to be a spread from any light that you use like that, but that's like a fucking spotlight. It's like someone turned on the yeah. headlights of the car yeah. and was like, yes, that's where the laser is. And it's like, no, yeah. it's not even green. You guys, I know what color the laser is supposed to be. You showed me. Yeah, That was very peculiar. Yeah. It's very peculiar. Yeah. Cause it was very BS. It was just yeah. absolute crap. And you know, they're oh, just, they're just standing day. up there like, Oh, well, I, don't, I can't see where the laser was coming from. And it's like, why are you all there? Why didn't you have a second team that was up there where you were shooting the laser? What the hell are you doing? Where? Who's taking records? Yeah, Here's exactly. They didn't take like, any equipment. This What they did, though, was they made a TV show and put it on the History Channel that made Hellier look like Emmy award-winning material. I have I mean, not like, watched Hellier yet. I, and like, I, well, really to. I would normally say you haven't missed anything, but yet... Here we are <laughs> talking about something just like it. So yeah, well, we've burned through an hour. I I, I realized we didn't. We commented on people's Facebook comments, but they're mostly uh, just making fun of Skinwalker Ranch dressing. So yeah, well, that's how it goes. That's how it goes. All right. Well, well I, I guess we we've we've re- we reached our one hour mark, so we have to wind mm-hmm. up here. Yeah. Sarah, thank you so much for coming to talk to us about this. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. No, it's this is fun. I like this. It's a, it, I like this format. I wish, I, I wish the show was better. I wish, I wish I the do. Skinwalker show. Was I do, yeah. I do. I wish, yeah. I wish it was a better show. I wish the yeah, actors were be. better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it could be still... better. They could really play up the paranormal, make it ooky spooky, but they're really not. No. Oh, thank you for everybody who tuned in for the live stuff. We will be posting this on YouTube, and, and next week, if all goes well, we'll be streaming live to Facebook and YouTube simultaneously. And Not we'll me. Be I won't be. About I won't be. Armageddon next week. What? 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 We'll be talking about Armageddon, aren't we? Um, oh, oh, is that? Uh, and so we're going to be. We'll have uh, David Perlmutter on the yes, show. Yes, yes, yes. I'll wear my uh, uh, cap, and that'll be awesome. Yeah, it'll be good. It'll be good. Into the world. Well, you get. You have to hit on the Maya and the 2012 debacle. Because the world ends when the calendar runs out. That's how it goes. Yeah. So. Well, Hit yeah, as many that's, uh, mm, yep. as we can. But yeah, that, right. that was fun. Thank you, Sarah. Good to see you. And good we'll to see to you too. Soon. And I now have faces to put with voices because I think this is the first time I've ever actually seen Blake oh. in the flesh. I don't normally have these red marks under my. I'm still trying to figure out what that's all about, but there they are. It might be yeah, the sun from, from watching Skinwalker Ranch. It's probably that. Could possibly be the vodka. Could be the sun. Could be uh, Corona. I, I just would have gone with the sun and be like, "Yeah, I was out in the garden today." Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. You know, I work out outside when I'm you, you know. There you go. Outside, so, so. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Thank I'm going to hit. Here we go. Thank you, everybody who okay, attended. Good night, guys. Thanks for joining us. Good to see everyone. Monster Talk. You've been listening to a podcast version of Monster Talk Live, a special feature that we recorded during 2020. Links to the video version of these episodes are in the show notes. Please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, and we'll work to continue to provide good content there, including more streaming events in the future. Monster Talk is a listener-supported program, and your subscription at patreon.com forward slash monster talk sustains us during these difficult times. Thank you for your support and for your positive reviews. I'm Blake Smith, and along with my co-host Karen Stolzno, we ask you to join us in being the voice of reason and science in a world that's perilous with nonsense, superstition, and dangerous misinformation. Shine your lights, everyone. Even a flickering candle can be seen for miles in the darkness.
and together we are stronger. Monster Talk theme music is by Peach Stealing Monkeys. Thank you so much for listening.